Hey, it's before after the fact where we talk to you before we talk to you. I'm just saying there's a lot of talking that's going to happen. And that's what we do here. Uh, Patreon.com slash oh hi, Justin. We'd love, we'd love to have you aboard to hear the rest of the conversation of what you're going to hear. And also, uh, we just talked about misfits. And Brian, you brought up the fact that, uh, to use your terms, <laughs> you had a, a signed vinyl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I was just—I wanted to hear the story. How did how did you get Glenn uh, Glenn Danzig to sign your vinyl? Uh, so, so I have this listening uh, device that you can play on a record player. We'll call it what you will. Uh, I and Danzig is notoriously an asshole. I don't know if you know that. Uh, he yes. doesn't—he doesn't like talking until recently. He did—he hated talking about the Misfits. Uh, he hated that part of his career. He wanted to move on. Uh, he wanted people to talk about his solo records and blah, blah, blah. So I went to one of his comic book signs. He writes comic books as well. He has a record, uh, comic uh, subsidiary called Verotic, if you're not familiar. Um, and I went to one of his, com- his comic book signings, and I brought the single of Die, Die, My Darling with me. And instead of making an asshole out of himself in front of people who are buying his new product, he just signed it for me. So I went and got it signed. And now I brag about it on shows and get made fun of by men who are older than me. Uh, oh, oh, we're going that route, are we? <laughs> it okay. sounds like we are. It sounds like we are. <laughs> but I, it's the only signed uh, listening device that I own, uh, or a listening product, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's a fucking vinyl, all right? It's okay. Um, it's okay. <laughs> but it's it's the only signed thing I own. I own a lot of Misfits records, but. That's the one thing Danzig uh, would had signed. So I, I like it a lot. I'll never, I'll never get rid of it as long as I live. So. One of the older gentlemen who was making fun of Brian was yeah. El- <laughs> who I know has a ton of signed uh, gear. Alfredo records. Torres, yes, records. Yes, I have a ton. Of, I have a ton of signed records. I've, I've got stuff that I, I really love. I, I mean, I've, I've got Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. I've got the Pesh Mode Violator autographed. I've got all kinds of shit. Some of it I got on my own. Some of it I've I've got um, <clears throat> you know, through auctions and stuff like that. But if I have to say which one that I love, um, that's got a real story behind it, it's gonna be uh, the Fix Reach the Beach. Mm. And yeah. and I'll uh, the Fix to me is is probably the most underrated. 80s band for sure and probably um probably top five most underrated bands of all time they are fucking incredible they are great i've loved them since since i first heard them during the 80s and um last year they were playing at a club right around the corner from where i live it's a place called timpan alley i mean timpan the timpan and it's it it's great. You, it's very. It's a very small, intimate place. It's maybe, uh, maybe two hundred people. Um, you sit at tables and have dinners. You know, you think of an old jazz kind of place. You know, gotcha. Where you're sitting there, maybe having a drink, and then there's a singer right on stage. You know that kind of stuff. Um, and the Fix were playing, and they were doing. Uh, whatever it is, the 30th, 40th anniversary of Reach the Beach. So they played the whole album. 
and miraculously, every member of the band is still to, the the band is still together with uh-huh. all the original members. So, um, and they love meeting people after the show. So I brought my copy of Reach the Beach, and um, they did incredible show, especially being that close. I, I, I when I tell you, I, I was probably three car lengths away from the from the stage, and I was sitting at the bar. Um, it was just the energy was awesome. The, the the whole show was awesome, and then after that, I got to actually meet the band, and they all autographed it, and, they, and we talked for a good half hour and they were just sitting there interacting with, with about 20 or 30 people that had stayed after to get autographs. Nice. So I, I like I said, I, I got tons of autograph stuff, but if we were talking about autograph albums, that to me is the one that's, that stands out the most. So John F every time you come on the show, pretty much <laughs> um, immediately after you send pictures of countless albums of whatever band we were talking about. Yeah. Like I've been, I've been working on my collection for a long time, and I have, I have a few autographed things. Like I have that first Jets to Brazil record autographed from when I saw them on that first tour. I have a couple, like nothing crazy, but my collection. I think I have like an original Sex Pistols, Nevermind the Bollocks, original Black Flag, Damaged, um, original Germs, the GILP. You know, like some of that stuff. I, I really wanted to track down like the original copy because you want to get as close to like. I want to get as close to like where the band held it in their hand, you know. Right. Um, gotcha. But probably the most, the most impressive, I guess, or the most of my collection is the Pearl Jam stuff. Like, I do a I do a podcast with uh, my friend Randy uh, called Live on Four Legs, where we talk about a different Pearl Jam live show every week. And like, they were my favorite band when I was thirteen. Like, I was kind of at the right age, and they were the one that really got me into collecting records in like ninety three, ninety four. So I had this, I've been on this kind of quest to own like every single Pearl Jam final, mm-hmm. Pearl Jam record, like on vinyl. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Piece of vinyl, if you will. And so I started off, like I had all the original LPs and like got all the live ones, like all their vault releases, all the fan club singles, all the seven inch singles. So I, right now I think I have about 104 unique uh pearl jam records there's only like i think one or two that i don't have so that's probably the uh the thing that i'm most proud of in my collection so john a you you started telling us a story just before we went on what you got man oh wow so that actually that that just reminded me of a different story oh nice uh that i guess i'll tell now because you mentioned the pearl jam thing because pearl jam is probably maybe my favorite band that's still together um i go to a lot of pearl jam shows or as many as i can um i did like i think eight shows on the 2016 tour um hampton virginia being my favorite show of those yeah i think i did six um yeah those are those are all great and i didn't know you actually did that show john but it's good to know that um but yeah so i went to me and my friend drove from uh where we live in north carolina to philadelphia to see the temple of the dog show the first show of that tour they did uh so we drove we had we had like two days to do it so we drove from here to philadelphia to see that show and then afterwards we were just kind of hanging out in the street hoping like some of them might come out to like sign something or just you know to go to their cars or whatever Mm -hmm. so right before so we're standing there 
after the show with a few people, and then Chris Cornell walks out. And he just walks out the side door into the middle of the street, of this Philadelphia street, and then signed for everybody that was standing there, and he signed my poster. Wow. And it was really cool, like, and, you know, like, especially considering what happened to him, like, a year later. But, you know, it was it was kind of cool to meet Chris Cornell and talk to him for a minute, get him to sign something. And then uh, uh, Jeff and uh, Matt just kind of came out, went straight to their cars and left. And then Mike McCready and Stone Gossard came out. And by this point, the cops had made us move out of the middle of the street where we were all standing. So we were all standing on the sidewalk just talking. And then Stone and Mike came out, and I'm wearing this Kiss 1975 shirt. And Mike walks over, and he grabs my jacket, and he opens my jacket up. And he, like, looks at my Kiss shirt, and he's like, he's like, oh, that's their best era. And we talked about Kiss for a minute. And they signed my poster, and then Stone came behind him and signed it. And uh, then they both left. But that was a really, really, really memorable time. that I'll never forget that as long as I live. So for me, I'm going to make this quick. I've never been an autograph guy. Uh, one time I saw Twisted at the Abyss. I bumped into Violent J in the crowd, said, what up, homie, and walked away. There's my story. And I'm sticking <laughs> to it. Uh, <laughs> if you like that, this conversation, I guarantee you you'll like more of it after the fact is on my Patreon, patreon.com slash oh hi Justin. You can get it there. You want to hear these same people talking about Misfits? It's available on all podcast platforms on Thursdays. You can listen to Deprogrammed and get into the show and jump onto it. And again, patreon.com slash oh hi Justin. We appreciate you and there's really no end to this. 